Hello, everybody. Um, welcome to No One Is Listening. I am your co-host, Jen, and with me in the studio is my other co-host, Steve. Say hi, Steve. Hello. So, um, I pitched this uh, episode idea to Steve in the hopes that he would want to do it, and enthusiastically he agreed. And so I'm very, very excited about um, what we're going to be talking about today, which is the Four Chrises of Four Hollywood. Chris. We realize that there are tons of other Chris's and there's also Christopher's, but mm. I think um, I think we are really going to focus our conversation on um, the four white guys named Chris who have really come to define um, like modern Hollywood stardom. So especially for blockbusters, I think. Especially for blockbusters, and that's actually a good point, and um, I will get to that in a sec. So um, in Alphabetical order, as to not reveal any biases, it's Chris Evans, uh-huh. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, and Chris Pratt. Yes. Oh, I did not. I couldn't have done that off the top of my head. You're right. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, okay, so I think what we're going to do is Steve is going to structure the conversation with a couple of questions. <coughs> um, also, both Steve and I are slightly sick, so you may hear some coughing, some cough drop action, but... Um, but we are really, really excited for this. So, um, I don't no know. No illness can keep us from the Chris discussion. No, not at all. So, I think what, we're, what we'll do is see, we'll throw out some questions about yeah. the Chris's and both their personal and their professional careers. We can talk a little bit about um, what their careers have been like yeah. um, and where we see them going in the future. And I'm sure you will hear lots and lots about how much I love one particular Chris. Yes. Um, but we can, we can get into that. Okay, great. So, um, so yeah, we have Evans, Hemsworth, Pine, and Pratt. And the first question we kind of had is, um, and this is like the most basic question, I think the easiest one. Um, like, who's your favorite Chris Oswald? Well, sorry, maybe I should have. Before we get there, oh. do you want to talk about why you think that these Chris's have been elevated to, <sighs> as I mentioned in the top, like, right. they're not the only Chris's of Hollywood, there are right? Other, I was also shocked how few, more? how how many other Chris's there were on top of these four. Yeah. It wasn't as many as I thought. Um, I think there was... Oh, let me look. Like, there was Christopher love... Nolan, Christopher Walken. Uh, I mean, there's say. Chris Messina, there's Chris O'Dowd, there's... Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. And Who, then there's... Is Chris O'Donnell still doing stuff? He's He does that show... Doesn't he do NCIS LA uh, with yeah, LL Cool J? Sorry, I just equate him as the, um, you know, like Robin? from the 90s. Oh, from the like, 90s. His yeah, career yeah. was like banging in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, true, um, true, true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I didn't know Ludacris is also a Chris. I don't know. It's Chris Ludacris. I don't know what his last name is, but Ludacris is a. Pl- I didn't, and that's why his name is Ludacris. I think he would be so honored that you would include him in this, um, oh, in this sure. category. There's, um, yeah, so there's a lot of Chris's. But um, these four Chris's kind of have become like the the rush the Mount Rushmore of for sure of um, Chris's in Hollywood, and I think really like um, the four of them together have become solidified as that um, with the entry of Chris Pine into a superhero canon. So yeah, with Wonder sure. Woman in twenty seventeen, I think yep, that's kind yep. of when um, people really started taking notice that four white Chris's are really taking over Hollywood or, um, you know, uh, I think it kind of goes to show, and I'm, I'm not against these four Chris's at all, but I think it's 
goes to kind of reflect how Hollywood really still values and hires like handsome white chiseled men. Yeah, yeah. Um, and these white men are, you know, exalted by this Hollywood system, but they're still, and this Hollywood system is still dominated by, by, you know, white men. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because at the end of the day, they all kind of look alike. Mm-hmm. A little, I mean, not no, it's like it's not that they like. You couldn't tell them apart. Like, you could easily tell them apart. They all have, like, very distinct, like, features. Mm-hmm. But um, it's not, like, the, the most diverse group. Yeah. You know, it's not the most diverse no. uh, foursome. And so I think it's it's interesting that these guys all dominate Hollywood and blockbusters, but they're all kind of part of the same franchise, or at least three of them are. So mm-hmm. it's not like we're taking one Chris that does, like, indie films or another Chris that does, like, international movies another Chris that does you know um like works with like a specific director like he's a muse for a specific director or anything um these are guys that three of them have been in the same movie together yeah will be in the same movie together again this year yeah but they are all over the place and they're in so many movies but their biggest movies well besides maybe Chris Pratt because he has like Jurassic World as well but I mean their their biggest movies are the ones where they're in it with each other. Yeah. So it's just, it, I don't know, it's just interesting. And they all seem to, to sort of know each other and play off of each other, mm-hmm. too. Um, and I think before you maybe ask your questions, maybe we can do a little brief synopsis of each of the people for anybody who... Let's do it. For anybody living under a rock who do not know any of the Chris's. So we'll start with Chris Evans, since, you know, that's the alphabet. Oh, is that why we're starting with... Okay. Uh, totally. Okay, cool. So he is 37. He is... Best known for being Captain America in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, some of his credits include um, playing the Human Torch in Fantastic Four, which was kind of like a failed Marvel um, it had a sequel. franchise. Yep, um, but he's been in like he started off in now another teen movie, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. He's been in Snowpiercer. Um, he directed a movie indie movie called Before We Go, and last year he also was. Um, on Broadway for a little bit in the um, in a play called Lobby Hero. So he's kind of, I feel like he's um, been branching out and trying to really, um, and he's openly talked about um, trying yeah. to branch out of the the very role that has made kind of oh, for solidified sure. who yeah. he has become. I, I would venture to say that if it was Marvel's choice, he would continue playing Until Captain he's like America. Yeah, yeah, like... That's yeah. th- this is his. I'm sure they offered him something, and he was like, "Nah, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I think I'm done." Yeah. All right. So moving on to Chris Hemsworth, mm-hmm. he is an Australian actor. Um, I always forget he's Australian. How do you forget he's Australian? He like has an accent. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't. I, I sometimes it's hard to pinpoint what that accent mm. is. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll watch um, the Good Place. And they have Larry mm-hmm, Hemsworth, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he has an Australian accent. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, they, I don't know. That's that's just that's me. But anyway, I'm sorry. Go on. Um, I think he's he's so he started um his career in Australian TV, and then eventually made his way into to Hollywood. Um, I don't know. He's been in Snow White and the Huntsman, and Red Dawn, and Cabin in the Woods. But obviously, he's most well known for portraying Thor mm-hmm. in a bunch of Avengers movies, and then of course um, in three of the Thor movies. Yeah. Um, 
he also, one of my favorite roles, and I think we can get into this, is he was also in the female version of Ghostbusters. Yes. Um, Did you watch that? Yes. I thought he was really funny. So I think out of all of the Chris's, like, he, I think he does, no, I shouldn't say that because of Chris Pratt, but. No, no, I, I agree. I no, think no, I agree. Chris Hemsworth has the best comedic timing, yes. and he's like a, such a funny comedic actor. I think he is funnier than Chris Pratt. Yes. Okay, great. Um, then, then the next person is Chris Pine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so Chris Pine is an American actor. He, he, uh, was in Princess Diaries 2. Really? Um, he's been in a lot of different things, but I think he really came into the Hollywood forefront, um, with the Star Trek reboot, mm -hmm. right? Would you, do you agree? Know, I agree. And do you know who plays his dad in the Star Trek reboot? Is it? One of the Chris's? Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. He's in like the first like Just as five a voice, minutes. right? No, 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 no. He's in it. Oh, I'll I show you. Oh man, I totally forgot he's about He's in it, yeah. Okay. Um, so he's been in um Into the Woods. He played Jack Ryan in one of the Jack Ryan movies. Um I honestly I think aside from Star Trek, um, he's like I feel like as I said at the top of the episode, you his status it, yeah. as a superhero oh, even though sure. he doesn't play a superhero um was being in wonder woman and being wonder woman's um counterpart or love interest mm -hmm. um and then we have chris pratt yep so chris pratt is also an american actor um he i used to love chris pratt um Parts in a very in a even further than that in a very um uh old WB drama series called Everwood, um, which he was on for five years. Um, and then since then he, um, you know, he, I feel like he rose to stardom with, mm -hmm. um, with playing Andy Dwyer in Parks and Recreation, which I, I loved that. him in, um, which he was on for like six seasons. And then, and then during that time he started getting, more into movies, so he was in Moneyball, he was in um, Jennifer's Body, Five Year Engagement, Zero Dark Thirty, and I think around Zero Dark Thirty is also when he started really like um, working out and yeah. training his body, and then he um, he got offered two franchises, kind of back to back, right? Yep, um, yep. So uh, uh, the um. What is his character? Star Lord? Star Lord. Star Lord, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy um, franchise. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, does he not have a normal name? It's just funny because that's like the joke is that. He no doesn't one have knows, a real name? No one knows who he is. You know, and be like, who are you? He's like, I'm Star Lord. Like, I've never heard of you before. Isn't so his name just, like Peter? Peter Quill, yeah. Yes. And then, um, and then um, the Jurassic um, Park reboot, Jurassic yep. World. Uh, so, yeah. Those are those are the four Chris's in a nutshell. Yeah. Three Americans and an Australian. Yep, yep. All super handsome. Very nice to look at. But also I think I think we can all agree that all of them are talented and all of them Oh for sure. Have yeah. what you would think a Hollywood actor. So I don't think this this discussion we're going to have is anything about like who's more talented, I think, yeah, but yeah. they've all made interesting career choices um, that kind of branches them out into different different sectors. Yeah, I, feel. I, I think you know the reason this 
this topic was interesting to us is, to us is because you know we mentioned they're all part of like these like blockbuster franchises, mm-hmm. but it's the stuff outside of that that kind of make them like unique yeah. in their own ways. You know, like you know, white, handsome, like movie star in a superhero blockbuster. That's not interesting, right? Mm-hmm. What makes them interesting is the stuff we're going to get into now. Yes. You know, so <clears throat> let's go on with the first question. So first question, who's your favorite Chris on screen, right? So that's, if you take all the performances that they've had, um, and we won't, I don't want to single out any specific performance because that leads to, that's a different question we'll, we'll uh, ask later. But in totality, like cumulatively, who is your favorite Chris on screen? Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I think I want you to go first. You want me to go first? Yeah. Um, I think my favorite Chris on screen is is Chris Hemsworth. Okay. And I think it's for something you alluded to. And you, you almost didn't do it. I was like, no, Jen, go there. Mm-hmm. Go there. Because I agree. Um, he's the funniest Chris. And that's it's like weird to say when the competition is someone who is on one of the funniest TV shows ever, Parks and Rec. Yep. But I, I just think it's true. And I think that's a recent phenomena of... Of Chris Hemsworth, I think that was a lot more, especially early Chris Evans. You know, he was in not another team movie, and you know, he was in those like that spoof movie and or whatever. And he played the Human Torch, who was kind of like a like the jokester of the group in Fantastic Four. And that movie, in and of itself, is pretty campy. Uh, and then you have you know Chris Pratt, who comes out you know in Parks and Rec. And I I don't know this for sure. I'm assuming there was a lot of improv on that set, kind of like The Office. And you know, I, there's some. Um, like outtakes that I watched of like Parks and Rec on YouTube that are like so hilarious, right? But in the past like few years, like with Ghostbusters and with um, the last Thor movie, he's just so fun. And like, I don't know, it's the delivery and it's the fact that like he doesn't break character. Um, I just think he's so funny and he can do like, he can do it all at the same time. Like in the last yeah. Avengers, he's, there's that scene where like, um, he's like, talking about like everything he's lost mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my god that, that scene is so well, it like I, kills you it kills you but then in the very next scene he's like hey tree yeah and you just like laugh yeah, I just yeah. he's my favorite yeah on screen yeah I think. I think if I wasn't so enamored with um Captain America like what he does with that Thor character yes. um is just unbelievable um because like you know if you really think about it and again I don't know that this is like a Chris Hemsworth choice like, a very specific choice he's made more than, you know, it's the MCU's choice of making Thor this way, but to imbue, like, a god, right? Like, a... He's not even a superhero. He's, like, literally a mythical creature. Right, right, right. Um, To imbue him with, like, the the greatest strength anyone can (laughs) have, and when you think about something like that, like, of course, they're serious beings because they're so, like, responsible for, like... All these things that are happening in the world, but then like, but Thor is just like has like dumb humor, yeah. Um, and he's able to like balance both of that really, really well. Um, I do like uh, like some of my favorite things that he's done has been on SNL. So when oh, he's posted yeah, Saturday yeah, Night yeah. Live, um, there used to be like an American Express commercial that used to like follow celebrities around, and they would just like kind of narrate like their day and like. Um, and then at the end, it would just be an, an ad for American Express. And he did a spoof of that for Saturday Night Live, where he's just like, I landed in Hollywood. I didn't know how quickly I would get a job. And then 
two hours later, some guy was like, hey, your eyes are so blue and so great and you're so handsome and here's a job for you. Um, and it's just like, there's no struggle there. And uh. I'm not saying he hasn't had struggles. I'm sure like every actor gets rejected by for roles. Right, but right. it just, it like plays to like, he knows he's handsome and mm-hmm. like, He's not gonna like shy away from. Like, he'll he'll make that joke and he'll yes. he'll do that joke. Um, I, I yeah I know I agree I love him I love him. Yeah. Um, I feel like he he straddles the line between like dumb humor but not acting dumb. Yeah. You know and yeah. he does. Whereas with Chris Pratt it's like oh he's the dummy mm-hmm. and you kind of like feel that in his humor. It's really like self deprecating, yeah. especially like Parks and Rec. Yeah. <coughs> so. Yeah, I mean, my favorite Chris on screen, I think, I, I don't want to say by far, but it's it's not it's not really that close yeah. for me. It's definitely Chris Hemsworth. Right now. Just everything up yeah. until right now yeah. is Chris Hemsworth for me. Um, what about you? Um, <laughs> it's Chris Evans. So, you know, I think we talked about this in our Marvel episode, but I, um... Are obsessed? Yeah, a little bit. Um, for my birthday this past year, um, a friend of ours gave me a signed photo of Chris, like, shirtless, and I'm sure he bought it off of eBay for, like, six cents or something, but, like, I'm just like, what am I supposed to do with it? But, like, that's how deep my obsession runs, that, like, people would, like, buy me something like that. Um, but to me, his performance as Captain America and I feel like Captain America can really toe that line of like being like kind of a real self-righteous like you just like his moral compass is so strong that I feel like like it's sometimes it's just like unrelatable yeah um and I don't agree with everything that like Captain America does I yeah like I just feel like um I'm maybe my moral compass is not that strong but I feel like he imbues that character with such um, like it's hard to believe that like it's hard to see like another actor being able to like step into that role mm-hmm. and like I say this with like the utmost respect but like I, c- I feel like I can name like other like sarcastic actors who could theor- who could maybe step into the Iron Man role wow. or like wow, someone that... who's like oh, man. I don't know someone like Mark Ruffalo who can theoretically like be oh yeah or like whatever but like i don't know i just like i feel like the way that like he's like crafted his performance including getting his body because like when you look at chris evans like in his like yeah yeah. performances like he's not like he's not i mean i feel like chris hemsworth has always just been like i am i'm a man (laughs) um but like even in like um Fantastic Four, which, like, I watched for him, like, after my obsession began. Like, it, like, his body just looks different. I just feel like yeah, he's, sure. like, anyways, I'm gonna, um, stop talking about that. But, um, I do respect some of the work that he's done so far. Um, so, along with Avengers and Captain America, which I think has taken up a lot of his, like, past 10 years, um, last, in 2017, he, filmed an indie movie called Gifted, um, which was, like, super small, and I don't know that it did very well, but I think it was just kind of, like, a different, like, he, I, I can see, like, how he's been trying to do different things. Um, he directed a movie called Before We Go, which is actually on Netflix, and it's a small indie, he, like, directed it, he stars in it, and 
is it the best movie ever? No. Um, but I think he like threw himself into it because he like wants to do, wants to try to expand and like wants to try to, um, take on characters so that he's not pigeonholed into being, for sure, being this like action figure. Um, and then I guess we can talk about this in a bit, but like his IMDb listings for like his future work, I'm like very interested yeah. and very excited for yeah. him after the the next Avengers comes sure. out um, and he closes that chapter in his life. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just... And Snowpiercer, I mean... I love Snowpiercer. I love Snowpiercer and he's like really good in it. Um, so I think he's my favorite Chris, but that's like not really surprising. Mm-hmm. Um... And I'm just like really excited to see what he'll what he's going to do um, when he's not Captain America. Yeah, yeah, no, all all fair points. I think Chris Evans to me has had he's not my favorite Chris on screen, but he's had the highest. I want to say like growth, in, mm-hmm. you know, because I you know I have a very short history with all the other Chris's, but Chris mm-hmm. Evans I remember in not another team movie. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking like, oh, he's not going anywhere, yeah. like he. You know, this is, will be, like, the type of career he has, yeah. and he's not, never going to be, like, an A-lister. Um, and to see him go from that to this is, like, is like awesome. Yeah. You know, I also want to give an honorable mention. My second place was Chris Pine. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really close. It's really, it's, it, Pratt is my least favorite, mm-hmm. I think, on screen. Mm-hmm. And with my, with the other three, I think, I just like all of them more than Pratt. And it, it just, it barely goes, like, Hemsworth, Pine, and Evans. But that's just what they've done so far and at that point it's just like it's so granular um but yeah no pine i think i like pine just because i feel like he's the degree of difficulty for him has been the highest because he doesn't have the best material to work off of um whereas with hemsworth and and evans i feel like they have good movies and they have really good material and they have movies where they work with great directors and uh, the screenplays are good, and the franchise are good. You know, he's had to do, you know, like that first Star Trek is so good, and the second mm-hmm. one was so bad, but it was not because of him. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, yeah, just honorable mention to him. Uh, I, so yeah, Hemsworth is is definitely my favorite. Evans is yours. Now this is on screen. So here's the next question. Ready? Who's your favorite Chris off screen? Do you want me to go first? Again, or do you want to? Um, yeah. <coughs> we might have the same answer for this. Um, my favorite Chris off-screen is Chris Evans. Tell me more. Um, I, it, it like hurts me, because I don't know if they're together, like, he and Jenny Slate. Mm-hmm. They're not together. They're not together. Um, I mean, that makes me sad. But the fact that they were, um, I mean, they were like the internet's like favorite couple yes. for the time that they were together. Um, and... A lot of that affection actually was directed to Chris Evans. Um, again, it's probably maybe an unfair thing, but like, it was almost like a, oh my gosh, you're Chris Evans and you're dating someone like Jenny Slate, who is beautiful, but like not like, not like the typical like, I don't know, Minka Kelly beautiful, right. who is one of his like exes or whatever. And so I think people really got that. Um, that feeling that, like, I, Chris Evans is probably, like, a deeper person than, like, someone who, like, only is into somebody for looks. Like, 
like they connected in a way that like not as like Jenny Slate is ugly. No, she. Yeah. I think she's so like I love her, but yeah. So that kind of. Well, I I feel like you know, on social media the way. He like talks about her and stuff. It's mostly his social media stuff. You know the way he's been outspoken about like uh, politics. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his videos about, like, his dogs. Mm-hmm. Or no, dog. Just mm-hmm. a single dog, Dodger, right? yep. Like, that, that, I love that. You know, like, dogs and being outspoken about politics. And, like, that's it. Yeah. You know, like, I, I couldn't ask for more. Yeah. Really. I, in some ways, I have, like, high standards. In other ways, I have very low standards. But those two things for me, his social media presence, I think is just far and away superior to, to the other Christmas. Yeah, sure. no, I completely agree. Um... So like I know. So nothing. is that your answer yes. too? Okay. So I know nothing about Chris Pine really, um, and I know very little about Chris Hemsworth other than like he has two other brothers who are actors right. or who are semi-famous, and um, he's like married with three kids, and he seems like a really like fun and good dad yeah. to them. Yeah. And then Chris Pratt, I actually one of the reasons why like I just can't bring myself to like him is like because of his like personal yep. life, and yeah. again like I think like those are just speculations and just like you know like. People don't work out all the time, so like, why was fine. I so like upset about Chris Pine and and Anna Ferris, and like, why did I blame him yeah. really for the demise of their marriage? And then, and then, like, on top of it, like, he just got engaged again, and yep. like, again, I think they're all good. Like, like she congratulated them, and she like mentions it on her pod- oh, on her podcast, and how happy she is for them. But like, it just doesn't make me like him but it's also because like I liked him when he was like a C-list nobody like you know when Mm. he was like on a teen show like a family drama on the WB and even when he was on Parks and Rec and was getting more attention like this image that he's crafted of being this like really fun like almost like I don't actually don't know if he's from Midwest from the Midwest, but like, a like nice, an everyman. an everyman with an everyman body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. slowly but surely, he started like getting more jacked because of his roles and like just climbing that ladder in a way that I just like, I was just like, I kind of miss like fat Chris. Do you know what I mean? And he was never fat, but like, um, <clears throat> but anyways, to go back to, so with Chris Evans, like, I completely agree about the social media thing. Like, I, I love that he trolls Trump so hard. Like, every other day is a retweet of him and just, like, calling him dumb. Um, And so he uses social media not to make funny observations, but, like, speak up for, like, issues that he cares about. And I think that gives him a little bit more. The reason why I think that's not, like, out of the ordinary, because plenty of people do that, but for someone who plays Captain America... Yes, yes. And I'm sure when he first started doing it, like... People probably, like, slapped him on the hand. Like, Marvel... Because, like, if you think about it, like, it's a huge subset of the audience that, like, he can be turning away um, because of his outspoken political views. It's like 41% of America. Yeah, and I I don't know what transpired behind the scenes or if anything transpired at all, but, like, he... He's he's stuck to what he believes in, and he's very clear about that. And he, um, he will go ahead and you know use social media in that way. Um, he doesn't have Instagram, so like he's not posting like selfies of himself. Um, it's mostly Twitter. Yes, but the other thing that makes me really like him is like here's a guy who seems to have everything right. He's 
handsome. He's he makes millions of dollars, um, but he's been very very outspoken about how anxious he is and like he's been very outspoken about mental health and just like the anxiety that comes with like being someone on his level and I think it makes people like not only relate to him but like appreciate the fact that like here's somebody who like has obviously different set of problems than the rest of us but like but struggles with these things like he's talked about like how he's had to walk out of press conferences or has like not done like, walked out of interviews because he just felt so, like, anxious about it. And those are real issues that, like, yeah. people tend to not talk about or not want to talk about. Um, he's also said, like, he's never going to host Saturday Night Nightlife because, like, that kind of, like, stresses him out. And I, I just, I think I appreciate, like, all of those things. And it just gives him a character that, like, um, I just don't get from other people. Yeah. And also, at the same time, he's also notoriously, like, private and, like, is not, like, using social media to post, like super personal stuff so like i kind of appreciate that too yeah no for sure um okay so we agree off screen chris evans is our favorite chris evans um or no off screen our favorite chris is chris evans yeah Yeah. (coughs) okay um this goes back to our first question a little bit which is what's your favorite chris performance so doesn't mean you have to choose your favorite uh chris on screen and then choose like the performance because my favorite um, Chris on screen is Chris Hemsworth, but my favorite Chris performance is not is not one of his performances. What is it? Um, it is Chris Pine in Star Trek in that okay. first two thousand that one? first Star Trek. I've watched that movie so many times. Yeah, and I'm not like huge into Star Trek. I mean, I'm an, into it enough where people would be like, "Oh, you're you're a fan of Star Trek," yeah. you know. Um, but I love that movie, and I love his performance in it. I think. It goes back to something I said where it's like he does a lot with a little. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, kind of like you said, you know, you're alluding to the fact that like, oh, at this point, like who else could, could or could have played Captain America other than Chris Evans? Um, I feel like, like anyone else could have done the James Kirk role in Star Trek, Mm -hmm. but... No one could have done it as well as him. And it's not because he fits that role, but I think when you're asked to carry, when you're asked to be likable, relatable, but also, like, superhuman to a degree where it's like, oh, he's protagonist and he's he's got this under control. Um, It's, like, hard to do those things. And especially because Star Trek is, specifically, like, with him, it's kind of like, like a, there's like a father-son dynamic with mm-hmm. a father that's not even there anymore. Yeah. There's like a ghost that hangs there. Yeah. It, it, he he just pulled... It's like... It got really deep emotionally in a way that I did not expect. You know? And I think he does a, a lot with a little... Um, I feel like he does that a lot in his roles in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even with, with Wonder Woman, it, taking the, just like a regular love interest role and... Like, he was so good in it, they had to bring him back for a sequel, you know? I don't even know how he's going to be in the sequel, but he's he's in the movie, Yeah, you know? Um, and I'm his, so excited. Yeah, and his ghost hangs over the shadow of, like, all the movies Wonder Woman is in, even if he's not in it. So, yeah. um, that's why he was, like, a really close second for the first question. And him in Star Trek is, I think, my favorite Chris performance. I love that performance. I love that movie. Yeah. I hate that the next movie. But again, it's not because of you hate him. Is that the 
the next Star Trek. Yeah, Into Darkness. Yeah, I, was crap, garbage. I don't remember it. I know I watched it. I don't remember it. Yeah, I did not like. And he's he's, but he's good in all three. Yeah, you okay. know, um, he's good in, in in all three of them. He's 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 great. I actually thought I'd be more psyched for like Zachary Quinto being in those mm-hmm, movies mm-hmm. as Spock, but I think he's even better. Yeah, for sure. So that's my favorite Chris performance. Okay. What about you? Well, obviously Captain America, but um, I, I mean, it is. It totally is. Yeah. Because um, I feel like he takes. Oh God. Just okay. No, just like just run with it. Chen's just run with Chris it. Chris Evans. Just run with it. Um, crush uh, episode. Um, like you know, like he plays this like fish out of water character yeah, and true. just like imbues it it goes beyond like a typical superhero like a self-assured superhero kind of like he has to like mold to uh, mold Steve Rogers to be that right yeah but that is I'm gonna surprise you because it's I, I wanted to talk about something else okay so I think Minus Chris Evans and Captain America, which is like just an obvious Okay, 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 um, okay. My favorite Chris performance is Chris Pratt in Parks and Recreation. Wow. And maybe that's an unfair wow. thing because we're talking about movies and I'm talking about like six years no, of his, I mean, I th- his yeah, performance no, I, yeah. in something. But, <coughs> you know, when the show first started, like he could have been such a one-note character. That's true. And over the course of the six seasons, like it became, he became such a... Um, like he became more than just the show's resident dummy. Like he just um, became this like wholesome, lovable person that you just like crack up at because he says the stupidest things and does the stupidest thing, stupidest things. But he imbues it with such um, endearment. Like Andy Dwyer is one of my favorite TV characters. Um, so I really love Chris Pratt in Parks and Recreation. No, that's and I a good think answer. He's just one of the best characters. Um, but I also think that's why I feel so, like, Chris, Hollywood Chris Pratt um, is just, like, harder for me to, like, sit with because Andy Dwyer, Chris Pratt is just, like, my gold standard of, yeah. like, what I think Chris Pratt is and yeah. want, like, should be playing. Like, it's hard to see him, like, be that and then, like, play, like, someone, like, the guy he plays in The Passengers, which is a terrible movie with right. Jennifer Lawrence. Just like, you're not cool, man. You're just yeah. a lovable doof. And let's just lean into it and let's just play those characters, you know? Yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, so my honorable mention for favorite Chris performance is actually Chris Pratt and Moneyball. Ooh, I love, I love Chris Pratt and Moneyball. I love Moneyball yeah. and I love him yeah. in Moneyball, Scott Hadberg. Um, but... Like the inverse of that, right? Is you remember when they were doing the ice bucket ALS mm-hmm, challenge? Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Chris Pratt's? Mm-mm. It just like reeks of like try hard. Yeah, you know, it's just so over the top. He's making all these puns and making all these like stupid jokes, and it. Do you think those stupid jokes are not a part of who he is as a person? Like, I you don't think know. he's trying hard? I, I you know. I, that's like a little bit too much like armchair psychology yeah. for me. I, I have no idea, but it just I've gotten to a point where I'm just like I'm so out yeah. on him. Yeah. yeah. Like every time he's on screen, I kinda like groan a little bit. I'm like, Ugh, I, you know? I don't think I think he, I don't I'm think not, he's funny anymore. Yeah, I and don't I, really maybe maybe it's not his fault. 
maybe he's just like, kind of like you said, he's like that Parks and Rec or like that Moneyball, um, Chris Pratt, but people keep putting him in like these roles that don't use his gifts and talents the best. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. But, so I totally, I totally see why um, Parks and Rec would be your favorite Chris performance because it's good and yeah. he's good in that role and there are roles in which he's good like Scott Hatterberg Moneyball like I love that role I love that movie so I totally I, I get it I totally get it um, let's move on to our last question mm-hmm. which is which Chris are you most excited for going forward are you talking about 2019 I think we should frame in 20 you can go beyond okay you can definitely go beyond well but if we're gonna do that can I tell you what each person has coming up in 2019 yes, let's do it because I actually did some research all right let's all right so I'm gonna do alphabetical order again in gotcha. no particular <laughs> favorite order it's alphabetical order so Chris Evans um Avengers Endgame yep um, according to IMDb, EDB, he mm-hmm. has um, a movie called Red Sea Diving Resort, mm-hmm. um, a movie called Knives Out, yep. and then he is working on an Apple TV series called Defending Jacob. So I think it'll be his first foray into TV. Yes. So right there, I think those are like four like projects, mm-hmm. three of which are going to come at the heels of him, uh, which we predict where he will be hanging up his Captain America shield for the last time. Um, Chris Hemsworth, also in said Avengers movie, and then in the summer at some point, he'll be in the Men in Black reboot with Tessa Thompson. I watched a trailer. I'm really really excited for it. I'm super into it. Super excited for it. Chris Pine, um, not a lot of things other than so he is going to start off the new year with a tv series called i am the night um it's a limited series that's set in like the 1960s um and it's directed by patty jenkins who's his wonder woman um director i'm sure he has other stuff coming up but i um i think that's his biggest thing and then wonder woman um technically was supposed to be released this year but it has been moved back to 2020 so right and then Chris Pratt, um, so in a few weeks he's going to be, or I guess by the time you listen to this, um, he'll be in the Lego movie, yep. the sequel, um, and then there's a movie called The Kid that he's supposed to be in, and of course, Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess he's going to get married at some point. At some to point. To Catherine Schwarzenegger, who yeah. is Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Do you want to go first or want me? Um, you know what? I'll go first because I don't actually have an answer for this. Oh, really? I think, Interesting. Um, wait, so the question is, like, who do you think has, like... Like, who are you most excited for going forward? Like, who's, like, oh, I can't wait, you know, yeah. for this stuff. Right. So, I mean, my answer, I think, is, like, obvious. But, um, I think, you know, because they're so, um, at this point, so, like almost like parallel tract of yeah like, yeah like, i think that's output, part of, i think the, that's part of it too is they all seem to be on parallel tracks and the they're number all named Chris, of things you know? that they're doing the um, amount of output that they're putting out um i think like at any given point of the year like one will be ahead of the other or like that's it'll true. just it'll so i can't really um i don't know who has the most staying power i don't know who um will 
end the year um, better. I mean, I'm just, I'm excited for Avengers. Like, I can't wait for Avengers. Um, but other than that, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think I have a good answer for it. I, mine is between suits, uh, Evans and Hemsworth. Okay. Um, Hemsworth because, like, I love Men in Black. Even though I don't, I don't think I watched two or three, but that first the one. The first one's great. I watched, I've watched it at least a hundred times. At least. Wow. Yeah. No, yeah. It, maybe not a hundred. Maybe, like, at least 30 times. Okay. 20 or 30 times, right? Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh. So I'm really excited for that, but I think I'm more excited for Knives Out. Okay, which, can you tell me more about Knives Out? No, because I don't know anything about Knives Out. But the only thing I know... What are you is, excited about? I'm excited that because it has Chris Evans, and it's directed by Ryan Johnson. And that's literally all I need to know. Okay. It says, like, it says in IMDb, plot unknown, like, mystery drama. Yep. That's it. That's all I need to know. I mean, what an interesting... Um, cast, right? Like Daniel Craig's in it, mm. Lapeete Stanfield's in it, um, Don Johnson is in it, Jamie Lee Curtis, like, yeah. Do you, is this supposed to, Okay, so nobody knows anything about it, it's, but like... It literally says plot unknown. period piece? Or, I have no oh idea. no, it's, just, it's described as a modern murder mystery. Yeah. So I'm very excited for that. So between the two, you know, I would say one or the other, probably a little bit more Men in Black, just because I also love Tessa Thompson. Yeah. Um, so maybe the slight edge goes to Hemsworth, but depending on, you know, what the trailer for Knives Out looks like when mm-hmm. it does come out, it might be it might be that. So yeah, that's my answer. I think, you know, between those two, I give like the slight edge currently to Hemsworth, but you know. I'm gonna give the slight edge to Evans then. <laughs> great, great. <laughs> um anything else you want to talk about before we take a break here? Um, no, thanks for letting me talk about Chris Evans. Uh, for the majority of this. No problem. I mean, I love him so much, you know, as you know. I do know. Okay, so why don't we take a break here, and then we'll come back with our obsessions. Oh, wait, I had a question. Okay. So, do you think there are (coughs) other um, groups of actors or actresses who you can group together, like, in the same way? Sure, yeah, I guess that's the easiest way to do it. I think the only people who come close are the Ryans, and it's like the Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Gosling, but there's only two of them. Um, But it's just this phenomenon. Ryan Felipe. Okay. (laughs) No? Okay. Wait, that's his name, right? Yeah, sure. I don't know what he's doing right now, but. um, He's just happily married, I think. Senator Michelle Gellar, right? No, that's, no that's, that's that's Freddie, Freddie Prince, Prince Jr., Jr. who is not named Ryan at all. Yeah, who is who's who's uh... Ryan Felipe used to be married to Reese Witherspoon. Oh, that's right. Like that's right. they think cheated on her, and now like he does other stuff. Okay. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, not cool, but um, I guess not, huh? But like, it's just interesting, you know? Cause, it is. Like, I think we should find. If I think we should try to find, it doesn't have to strictly be named. But we should try to find ways to group people and discuss their careers, like the. You know, like, the class of actresses who are, like, Oscar caliber, who are young, like Jennifer Lawrence, Emma Stone, I don't know if anyone else... Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Oh, maybe we can do... I like that. Okay, we're going to call them something before our next episode, but, yeah. I like that. Okay, great. Um, All right, so we'll take a break here, and then, um, yeah, we'll take a break here, and then we'll be back with our obsessions of the episode. And we're back. Okay. So, uh, let's run through our obsessions of the episode. Mine is fairly simple. Um, I had waited until The Good Place had a bunch of episodes available so I could binge them. 
Are you uh, all caught up? I'm not all caught up, but, um, you know, we talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on podcast or just, like, offline, but you said you weren't a big fan of season three so far, right? Or, like, what you've watched. Yeah. I like it a lot. Okay. I, um... I, I don't think it's as genius yeah. as season two, yeah. but I, I like it. I just, I'm so happy to be back yeah. back with them, like, yeah. hanging out with them. Um, so I, I love, I love season three. I love The Good Place. I think it's, it's definitely not hitting the same highs, for sure. Have you gotten to the, what, I mean, what episodes, how many episodes have, are you in? It's only a handful. Okay. It's only a handful. It's only like three or four. There's a like Janet centric episode. I have. That's next. Please that's next. watch it. Is yeah. it really good? It was my favorite episode of the um, of the season yeah. so far. It's called Janet. Yeah. 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 Um, I had that one is literally the next episode. Okay. So, yeah, that's my obsession of the episode. I try to watch as many of them as possible, but because I'm watching it with my wife. She has a lower tolerance for that show than mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, okay, can we take a... I'm like, okay. okay. Um, so that is my obsession of the episode. What about you? Um, my obsession is Queer Eye, mm. the 2018 reboot on Netflix, not the original. Um, I, don't, I don't remember loving the original, but the, um, the reboot is just so... Uh, like, it's just feel-good TV. And um, they, the five um, guys that they pick to be on the show, I think they're all so amazing and wonderful and talented, and um, I'm obsessed with all of them. And so after I started watching it, like, like now I'll follow them all on Twitter and Instagram, and I'm just kind of like, you're crazy. Um, so there's two seasons on Netflix, and they got renewed for a third season. There's two seasons? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know. They're short. They're like eight episodes each, I think. Uh-huh. Um, and then the series was renewed for third series third season like shortly after um the second season premiered and um it's gonna premiere i think like pretty soon in 2019 so um i think in in um the third season they're not gonna be in atlanta or that georgia area Mm -hmm. because they all operate out of georgia for the show um i think they're taking it on the road to like missouri or something oh that's really cool it's really cool have you watched it yeah well you had mentioned it to my wife Mm -hmm. when we had dinner together Mm -hmm. so uh yeah we were watching like an episode. Honey, how many episodes did you watch? Do you remember? Four or five. Yeah, she's watched like four or five. Yeah. And, I, and I watched them like, I don't like pay super close attention, yeah. but when it's on, you know, when she's watching, I'm usually like on my computer doing work or whatever, so I'll listen to it. And it is, it's cool. Yeah. I, def- I, I like it for sure. It's, it's not, you know, like, there's a, definitely a formula to it, right? Yeah. Oh, for and, sure. And like, it's a little procedural. It's so procedural. And you can switch out any of the people that they help with someone else and it's just kind of the same thing but but I also feel like um you know one of the episodes they make over a white cop and like black lives matter right um gets touched upon um they go to um like the first episode of the second season they help they make over um a woman actually which is like kind of like not usual mm. but um she's heavily involved in her church and her community and like you know they help her prepare for something but like is that the homecoming one mm-hmm, but then it like but then it touches like one of the queer eye guys like has never set foot in a church even though he grew up in church because of the way he was treated when right. he came out so like 
there's like resolute or there's just it touches upon different um <clears throat> it intersects a different variety of issues um and it's just like very very um sweet to watch so i love it it's my obsession i'm glad you like it i do i do um it's funny my wife was like i'm gonna call queer eye for the straight guy for you oh my gosh yeah. can i come over no i told her i didn't need it i don't think i need it <laughs> you guys are gonna get all banging like interior makeover no, we're fine i don't think i need she was like i think you need the show i was like that hurt that hurt a lot when she said that um okay that's <laughs> sorry i'm laughing at it's, it's fine um was there anything else you wanted to nope, talk about nope. all right so, so that's it for us. Um, so yeah, remember to check out Queer Eye on Netflix. And The Good Place. And The Good Place um, on demand. And, you know, we'll keep track. Maybe we'll revisit the Chris's as at an obsession. At the end of 2019. At, yeah, at the end of 2019 as, as an obsession for yeah. a later uh, podcast. So remember to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. And until next time, see you later, guys. Want to say bye? Bye, guys.